everybody. And happy first day of spring. Looks very lovely outside, doesn't it, right now? (laughs) (laughs) It looks like we might be getting some rain showers a little bit later this evening. I guess uh, Tuesday uh, and Wednesday are supposed to be heavy rain days. Okay. Our pond is almost out. And, uh, you know, it turns, the ice turns real black when it's ready to, the ice goes, uh, what is called ice out. I'm sure you know that. But anyway, so yeah, so this morning I'm like, ooh, 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 because I was thinking it was going to go out yesterday and we still have just a little bit. So technically it's not total ice out yet, but pert near. Okay. Almost. almost. So how was your week? Anything intriguing? It was a good week. Oh, good. I went out. I did a couple nice, like, nature walks okay. yesterday. Okay. So. I'm, nice. I mean, I'm enjoying this weather, but yeah, I saw the rain coming, but that's okay. That, well, I'll we take need that to, over to, to snow. Get, yeah, well, yeah, we needed to get all. <laughs> yes. yes, the thing is that if what the rain that's coming, if it was snow, we'd be talking feet. I right. Think, yeah, it's one inch of rain equals a foot of snow, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. One inch of rain is a foot of snow. And so if we get a couple inches, that would be a couple feet. <laughs> but anyway, so hopefully it'll all uh, pan out and uh, everything needs to be r- rinsed off, all the chemicals from the winter months and stuff like that. But you remember, this is Minnesota. I think it was last year, April 10th, we got almost a foot of snow, if I'm not mistaken. Someone. So just because this oh, yeah. is the first day of spring, this is Minnesota. It is. <laughs> and we're very into <laughs> that april snowstorm yes very mm-hmm. much so very much so so it's, it's crazy so if all you guys got great questions for me today i'd greatly appreciate it so you got cat questions dog questions no husband wife uh, no husband wife or kid questions just cat or dog and an occasional chipmunk <laughs> i was gonna say horse question oh there you go okay you got, i know yeah, bad <laughs> horses for good gravy how many years 50 years Let's see, 54 years. 50? Yeah, wow. Yeah, 50 plus? I'm a little older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but around the block Do you a just have bit. one horse? Right now I just yes. got my Jakey. Okay. Yeah, my Jakey's 34 years old. And so and that's, in, in Minnesota, if you can get a horse past 26, 28, you've done real good. Wow. You know, and he's not a pampered pampered horse by no means. I had a couple dips in, the, the uh, what is that, get in, get, get in his giddy-up. Or whatever, get glitch, glitch in his giddy up. There we go. And, uh, but we pulled him through. And so now he's 34. And, you know, he's still, uh, his back is going a little sway, though. I noticed that now, uh, just recently that his withers are pretty high, but he's, he's holding his own. He's doing good. And now that the water, or now, not the water, but now that all the, um, uh, the muck, we don't have as much muck with all the wind that we've had, that we don't have as much muck, you know, so that he go and put big divots in. Uh, a cow got, now out and put a lot of nice divots in the yard <laughs> as it was cruising through the yard. Sure. And I'm like, yeah, don't yell at me. That was your cow, not my horse. And I, there's a footprint to prove it. Yeah, <laughs> the evidence. I know it. So, yeah, it was pretty fun. And the ladies, I've been letting the chickens get out a little bit right now. It's kind of, uh, you know, every, every you know, the eagles, uh, the birds of prey, you know, are, are kind of hunting because they're sitting on nests, you know, eggs and stuff like that. Okay. And so, and usually I don't let the girls out until about three o'clock and now the daylight savings time, you know, then that's great because then there's, it's no sooner are they out than they have to come back in again. Right. <laughs> they got a little more time to, you know, mutter around and stuff like that. Very so. cool. So anyway, so hopefully you got some questions for me. 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. We got a caller already. We sure do. We have Chris. Okay. And her question is about a potential broken tail with her dog. Oh, owie, owie, owie. Hi, Chris. Yeah. How you doing? 
Hi, Katie. I'm good. This is Tommy that we're talking about. Oh, no. My husband and I came up to see you um, last fall with him. Yeah. Black dog. Anyway. What what happened? Well, I think it happened. um, He, I gave him a bath yesterday. And you know how they just get crazy. And he's, of course, shaking himself very vigorously in the bathroom. And I remember hearing things hitting hard surfaces, thinking, oh, my goodness. You know, I was drying him, so I wasn't really seeing it. Right. But I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, that has to hurt. So I'm thinking, I mean, it certainly happened yesterday, and it probably happened then. And it's like, it looks like Eeyore's tail. It's just like hanging down there. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. But is he, now when you go to touch the tail, does he yelp? Is there any swelling? Um, You know, I've been being careful, but he just, he's sitting in front of me, and he just sat down very carefully. (laughs) And when I... When you touch his hindquarters, you know, he'll flinch a little bit. Okay. okay. And he, like, we went for a walk this morning with another dog, and he had fun, and he's eating fine, and all of his bodily functions seem fine, but he's looking a little sad. Ah, you or tail. That's a pretty good analogy. <laughs> but, uh, because that's what, because it just happened yesterday? Yeah. Okay. What If this was my dog, what I would do is I'd wait, you know, at least 48 hours mm-hmm. and find out if there's any swelling you know, mm-hmm. type thing in that. And then, um, because what they would do is, is take, obviously they'd take an x-ray to mm-hmm. see if, you know, he could have just bruised it and mm-hmm. it holds, it, 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 it hurts to hold it up. At mm-hmm. any point when you went on your walk, did his tail come up? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause it'll just be, pay attention because he's, you know, it's, it's, you got to always, so if you pet him in the wrong place, you know, he yeah. might turn around and go, that wasn't nice. <laughs> yeah, he might forget who we are. Yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. And so that's why, like I say, give it about 48 hours. Because, if, because like I say, a, a broken, uh, you know, either a, a broken and a straight, you know, they, they both are going to have swelling. And okay. so, like I say, so he could have bumped it where the pain, there's pain there, but not necessarily broken. Because usually if a tail is truly broken, it's kind of, it, you know, it hangs. You know what I mean? But so there's, there's it's total limp that he can't mm-hmm. lift it up. Yeah, it's it's really limp. It doesn't move at all. Oh, okay. Um, well, then you just might. So it's up to yeah. yourself whether you want to, you know, wait till you know. Don't take them in tonight. But <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like they can really do much. Well, like I said, yeah, if it's broken, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But the only thing you might do it depends where it's broken that they might be able to put some kind of you know wrap on it or whatever but then then is he gonna leave it alone (laughs) no he's not and he's you know that was my what i first noticed was he was trying to reach back there you know because it hurt i realized later yep Yep. um and then i realized that he wasn't wagging his tail and then i realized that his tail wasn't moving at all oh wow (laughs) yeah there's a it's an entirely point but like i said sometimes it's just a bruise you know because it hurts to hold it Mm-hmm. that, you know, they kind of keep it down. You know what I mean? They kind right. of tuck it. So, it, you know, it could just be severely bruised. But, yeah, mm-hmm. and only an x-ray is going to, you know, tell you what what it is. But you definitely what you want, you know, don't obviously put pressure, but what you're look, feeling for is heat right. and swellness. It, swelling is what you're... What you what you check it out for, okay? Because some okay. tails, like like your Irish Wolfhounds, dogs that have, are very big with their long tails, they you know they have smacked them on things, and then what has happened, like an infection has come in, 
you know, mm-hmm. and that's one thing you don't want to deal with is is an infection right. getting to that tail. So, so okay, you, you just well. kind of play it by ear. Just kind of, you know, uh, like I said, try to touch Jerry gently and see if you could feel any heat or any swelling. Okay, okay. and then yeah. just kind of go there. And then, like I said, this happened yesterday, today, tonight, and tomorrow. That was when the swelling would really come up. And like I say, for a broken tail, it depends where, you know, you know where it is on the tail. So as far as if they can do anything, so. Well, he's the sole object of our attention these days, so uh, we'll, we'll uh, keep a close eye on it. <laughs> well, keep you posted. Let me know what happens, okay? All right, I will, Katie. Good Thanks luck. So much. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, broken tail. Not right? good. Yep, not Oof. good, not good. Uh, my one girlfriend accidentally ran over her cat. Oh. Tail, not the cat, the tail of the cat. The cat, you know, heard the engine, went to go. She rolled back, and all she heard was this, Rawr! I bet, <laughs> you know? yeah. She's no, 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 no. She thought she ran oh, over the whole yes. cat. And so, uh, anyway, so she was so relieved, whereas, because the tail wasn't, uh, the tip of the tail, it, it got swollen. Sure. It, but it, it, but it, it, it otherwise was fine. Good. Yeah, it got, okay. yeah, it took a little bit of time. So. Just anyway. got scared. Okay, give me your calls, guys. We got open line, 651-641-1071. And then let's go with the trivia here. What do we got? Okay, how do you make the number one disappear by adding to it? How do you make the number one disappear by adding to it? We'll be back. Alrighty then. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, how do you make the number one disappear by adding to it? You add a letter G. There you go, yes. gone. I like those kind yeah. of riddles there. There you go, G, <laughs> then it's gone. And it's gone away. Okay, I broke my headset before we went on here, so I'm holding one in my hand. That I think I'm going to probably have tennis elbow. Yeah, you're going to leave. It's going to be sore after. But anyway, so but the thing is, is I can hear, you know, without it, I can put it down. But uh, you know, just want to make sure that I can hear the people's questions. Definitely. Okay, who's up to bat? Yes, we have Tammy, and she has a new puppy, and she has some questions about shots. Okay. Hi, Tammy. Hi, Katie. I'm so excited to be on with you. I've listened to you for probably 20 years. So oh, my. Yes, Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, thank you. It was yes. an honor having you listening. I appreciate that. So you got well, a new puppy? Uh, we do, and I've, I've only had... Um, rescue dogs my whole life so this is my first round with a puppy and I'm having loads of fun but um, I can't pull up for my recall what I know you have some very um, specific ideas about shots mm-hmm. and um, this is a um, it's an Akbosh Anatolian so he's going to oh. be a big, a big a big guy you think <laughs> what's that I said you think it's going to be <laughs> big yeah yeah and- and that's okay. We have 20 acres and um, and lots of, uh, we own our own businesses, so we are at home all the time. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so, but um, I'm getting ready to bring, he was born on the 20th of December, so we're getting ready for our first vet visit. And um, I, I just, I'm, I want to be real careful about um, what I elect for shots. I know he's had his first round. Um, where he, where we got him from, um, but um, and also lions are is a big um, concern for us. I had my last two dogs both tested positive for lions, and I've gone through two rounds of treatment too. We've got deer ticks galore. Okay, okay. 
Okay, the best thing to do is you got to do your own homework, okay? Because you got to make decisions that you're comfortable with. Um, you know, to me, in my world, the less shots, the better. I just want primary. And primary right. would be parvo, distemper. Um, you know, a lot of them want you to get the Bordetella. I'm not keen on that. But uh, go to these two websites and put in puppy vaccinations. And then, okay, okay you ready? You got a piece of paper and a pencil? Yep. Okay, you're going to go to Dogs Naturally magazine.com dogs naturally magazine.com and then in the search boxes put in puppy vaccinations okay? Okay. okay and then you're going to go to healthy pets dot mercola.com because there's you know shots is a very uh, uh, vaccination is a very touchy subject to many <laughs> especially to yeah. me and yeah. so that's why like yeah. i said the only thing one thing i want you to really think about though is not to do the rabies shot with the combos okay because rabies is uh, one that you know affects the neurological system and if there's going to be a shot vaccination re- reaction that usually is the main cause okay so if you just why okay. put seven diseases in a poor pup all at one time oh. and so that's why like i said what i would do i do the bare minimums and then uh make decisions from there and with the lime shot there's you know who ha- who else gets lime humans do we have a shot yeah no no because they can't I make know, it be- so because yeah. they can't make it safe enough and see what i just do is i have you know boy once a year have a snap test done where they draw blood. They test for Lyme, heartworm, and antiplasmosis, which is a tick disease. Okay, and then okay. if they come up positive, I treat accordingly, right? So, but uh, like I said, you just have to, uh, I've never had it, my do- any of my dogs uh, have any of those, you know, Lyme or heartworm or anything, like, or antiplasmosis. Anyway, I live on 20 acres in Hugo. We got uh, mosquitoes galore. <laughs> but, yeah. But so, like, yeah, and so like I say, you've got to make decisions. You've got to read up. You've got to weigh it out, and you have to make decisions that you are comfortable with, all right? But the only thing that I would say for sure is, try to avoid uh, you know it's your decision and so like i say try to have the the rabies shot not with any combo shots at least a month to two months away from any combo shots if i have a pu- would have a puppy that's what i would do because like i say okay. i just want I, I want to try to lessen the chance if there is a vaccine reaction and it happens and so that's why i just try to you know do less at one time and uh, you know just kind of baby step it through the through the situation there's also a book called shock to the system, shock to the system, by O Driscoll, capital O D R I S C O L L, and that's kind of the Bible on, on understanding vaccinations. Okay. Okay. Great. And so yeah. Perfect. And so anyway, and this, yeah, but so that's what I mean. You just got to do your homework, make decisions that you are okay with. And, and go okay. from there. But, like, to me, less is better. And then, and I'd rather take my dog back, you know, if it t- means one shot uh, every two weeks, I would do that. You know, but they don't, most of them have just a combo shot. But then the thing is, you want uh, one that you want one that has the less stuff in it. The leptospirosis is one that, the, uh, lepto, a slang name. That's another one is that they're kind of pushing right now. Uh, there again, look up leptospirosis. And if you think your dog has high chance of it, I live on a farm i've never had that no not me personally but my animals <laughs> but anyway so you've got to okay. do you've got to do things that you're okay with and understand why you're doing what you're doing okay okay so, okay. so that that makes you, sense. yep so that's the uh, ma- main name of the game okay and then see what the uh, flea tick or with this because you have tons of it you get a get a good flea comb because flea combs will snag deer ticks 
All right. And so when they come oh. in and um, when they come in from outside, ticks gravitate to the head because that's where the veins are closest. So it's easier to get dinner. And so that's why if you wait about an hour after and then start going through and sit with a jar of rubbing alcohol or whatever. And then as you're combing through, you can snag them things and throw them into a jar, a jar of alcohol. All right. Okay. And okay. The, Perfect. And then there is there's so many natural ways to repel ticks to make it um, a restaurant that no ticks wants to be around. You know, like you could put a bandana on, uh, put a uh, get a bandana, put one drop of either lemongrass oil or eucalyptus or peppermint. Just you decide which one you want. But one little drop, put it in a Ziploc bag overnight. The next day, when you're gonna go outside, put the bandana on. Because what you're doing is you're making it a restaurant that nobody wants to eat at, the smell, all right? Then when you come back in, wait about an hour, hour and a half, take the bandana off, put it in the Ziploc bag, and now run the flea comb through. And so then see if you can snag anybody, okay? Great. Oh, gosh, good idea. I'm going to put one of those on you, I think. There you go. There you go. Okay. But good, good luck. Just kind of educate yourself, make decisions you're comfortable with, Okay. Great. Thank you so much, oh, Katie. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. And congratulations. Oh, I didn't. Oh, what is your pupper's name? Um, his name is Koru, and it, um, he came from a Turkish farm, ah. <laughs> and he is a Turkish um, uh, shepherd. So um, Koru means uh, to guard in, oh, okay. in Turkey. Nice. Okay. Well, look at you being all fancy. <laughs> that is yeah, so cool. Yeah, we had control until we got him, and now he, he, now he runs. Yeah, oh, yeah, but no, no, no. Be a good leader. There's somebody worth to follow. We don't want to have any training problems, okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And they have an older dog, too, that's a, um, a border jack. Okay. Uh, not, no, a couple jack. years old, but but he's the boss. So, okay. Yeah. So okay. Follow and make sure that you referee their play, okay? Because and then you don't want the puppy to bond to the existing dog, so they can come uh, come together a couple times a day to play. But otherwise, the puppy's okay. either tied to a human or in this kennel or in a playpen area. Because otherwise, you don't want oh. the, you know because uh, you want the bonding. You'll know the pu- the pup bonded to you, and not the existing dog. If they're playing together and you come into the room, obviously the existing dog's gonna race up. Hi, hi, hi. You know, pat me, pat me. Yeah. Okay, now if the pup does a pup come with and in tow and then say hi, but then go back to the dog, you know, your existing dog, like we said hi, let's go. Or are both of them vying for your attention? That's what you want when the when you come into the room, the <coughs> excuse me, the pup no longer knows that you're, you know the other dog is there. And so that you're uh, you are the priority into that room. That's when you know the pup okay. is bonded to you, okay? Okay. I think so far, so good. They both come running when I come into the room. Oh, that's good. But like I said, you want them, the pup to forget about the other dog. and He's totally into you. But like I say, I try to have people have the pup lead two separate lives until the pup is really bonded to you. Okay? Okay. Okay. Great. Good advice. Okay, okay, kiddo. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, how, how much time do we have? We have a couple minutes before the hard oh, music. The though. hard music. Yeah, that's going to come. <laughs> okay. Let's do, well, while we step up and get another one. All right. We have Elaine, and she has a question about her uh, kitten with diarrhea. Okay. Hi, Elaine. How you doing? Fine. How are you? Good, good. So you got a kitten. Good. How old is the kitten? Um, That right now is up for debate. Okay. It's my daughter's cat. The cat lives in my house, so I have exposure to it 24-7. Okay. We have an older cat that it has finally accepted the kitten. The kitten came to us with diarrhea. Okay. And we are now being told that it was fixed before we got it. 
So uh, my daughter is taking him to a vet, but I'm looking for a more uh, second opinion that doesn't have dollar signs behind it because he's on a special diet, he's on a special food. What's What's the best guesstimate on how old he is? His papers say that he was eight weeks and six days old when she picked him up. We've had him for five weeks. Okay, okay. If you, so you, not, so you, he you, was not eight weeks old. Okay, so you, uh, you. This is from a rescue. It is from a rescue. Yeah, see, it most rescues. Yeah, uh, most rescues fix them. Uh, uh, you know, when they're young like that, because they when they tried to. Give people paperwork to go have it done. Half of them did not, and so they decided that we yeah. need to do it. So that is, but but uh, what the thing is, we got to look at the food is usually the big thing of diarrhea. Okay, and so yeah. why don't you hold on, and when I come back, we'll address the problem. So hang on. Yep. Okay, I stare at you, you stare at me. I have three eyes yet cannot see. Every time I blink, I give you commands. You are you do as you are told with your feet and hands. What am I? All right. I stare at you. You stare at me. I have three eyes, yet cannot see. Every time I blink, I give you commands. You do as you are told with your feet and hands. The stoplight. Ding, 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 ding. Look at you. I'm surprised I got that one because when you were talking about it, when we had to go to the break, yeah. I was like, whoa, what? What is the riddle? What's. Okay, there you go. Look at you. Woo-hoo. Look at you. That was dang, two, two, two in a row. Pressure's on. There you go. <laughs> to okay. Keep it up. <laughs> Let's go back to Elaine. Okay, Elaine, are you with us? Yep. All right. So, first of all, what food are you feeding? Right now? Yeah. <laughs> um,. She's feeding them something that she got from the vet, and every day she has a little packet of something called Flora 40 Okay, yeah, that that's... she has to sprinkle on it. Good. And that... then he's getting a kitten dry food, but I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. I was just going to say, no, no dry food. You want to go grain-free canned uh, food. Nutrisource has got uh, seven without chicken, which is good. Uh, so Nutrisource is a, a good one. And then also it would be easier to put the flora flora on it. All right. Because yeah. that's good. That's the digestive enzyme, which, you know, your cat needs. All right. And that's so that's what the vet is saying. Yeah. Yep. And so that's why what you want to do. Do you know if they wormed him at all? In his paperwork, because if you no. okay, if you wormed it, because most kittens and puppies are born with worms, all right. That's just the yeah. way nature is. So the thing would be is that and find out if uh, if he was wormed at the Humane Society or the wherever you got him he from. He was he was tested for worms, and they said they didn't. The new vet has tested him for worms and said that there was no none present. Oh, good. Okay, so let's just work on the food and getting flora flora back in there. But don't do the dry because the dry is really hard on cats anyway. And so yeah. that's why you just get the good grain-free cans. Like I said, Nutrisource is good. Um, so you just said something about 
without chicken. Yeah, is, they, is there a possibility? Because she feeds them nothing but chicken. Yeah, no, because he can't. Some, he's too young, but anything's possible. A lot of cats and dogs can get a chicken allergy because chicken is in everything. And yeah. my Walter has a chicken al- al- bleh, an allergy, and but he's now what fifteen, sixteen years old. But see, it yeah. usually happens over time. So when you start out, uh, you know, you could try the uh, start out with a non-chicken grain free and see if that helps because then you'll know if it's not i mean then when you reintroduce it if then he gets sick then you know it's the chicken all right and so okay. that's why like i say nutrisource has got seven without that's the nutrisource line and yeah then, we've we've just talked about nutrisource today good um she's got him on a fish from the vet and she wants to do that for a week she said she's not going to do it for less than a week because something to do with the timeline and letting it do its thing and cleaning them out and oh. whatever. So oh, interesting. Yeah. Because you, with, as with the cats and dogs, you want to, you know, rotate the formula, but when a dog, yeah. when a cat is having trouble or a dog is having trouble, you don't want to be introducing, you know, new stuff. we got to get it under control and then go into yeah, like the rotation or whatever. Okay. But so, and like I say, fish sometimes, you know, uh, too many times, just because a cat likes tuna, everybody thinks that they, they should give it to it. And the thing is, is that the big fish, salmon and tuna, are, are heavy metals, all right? Just as well, the, us as humans are not supposed to eat tuna or fish, you know, the, not tuna, the tuna or salmon, because they're big fish. And no, so, I think this is white fish. Okay, okay, yep, but that's good then. That's good, just read that, read the label. But that's what you okay. want to do. I would start with the diet, do the flora like they, they've got them on, and then, uh, because he's been tested with uh, four parasites, and uh, so then uh, that's the main thing because the stress of, you know, if they when they fix them that young, it takes a while for their, their system to, you know, like even when we do surgery, it takes yeah. a while for all that stuff to leave our system. So th- that would be the thing. But just kind of keep an eye on him. And uh, I would not do any vaccinations or anything if he's due. Don't we, gotta, nope, she's not doing that. Okay, good. So then, like I said, we got to get the system up and going. So try the good grain free. And uh, like I say, uh, I'm trying well, to think. How of, long do you think this is going to take? We don't know. There is no, you, there's no uh, time. Really? You know, just it's just like in humans. If you get sick, how long are you going to be sick? We don't, don't know. know. <laughs> don't we know. just got to try okay. to get it out out of us is what it is. But I would get off the dry food. Number one is what okay. I would do. Okay, and then, one of the one of the things I can tell you since she's been going to this vet for the last couple of weeks, his poop doesn't stink. Okay, cool. Like he would poop. We have a litter box in the basement for the older cat and we have a litter box upstairs for him mm-hmm. that the older cat has taken to oh, using. Oh, you bet. Yep. But his poop would smell so bad it would wake you up in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of poop that that happens with. And there again, it has to do with the digestive system. So, And that has gone away in the last week. Oh, good, good, good. Well, hopefully he's on the okay. med now. You know, that's the main name of the game. But like the probiotics, yeah, I don't know, check whatever that package is, see if it has probiotics yeah. and digestive enzymes, then you're on the right road okay 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 good cool. luck thanks for your time i appreciate it i listen to you all the time i told her i was going to call you i said we need a second opinion this is the person we're calling <laughs> well thank you i appreciate your trust in me great your kind words right. i appreciate it take care bye-bye bye-bye yeah that's pretty because yeah, anything when the dog cat has diarrhea right away you go to what's are they eating and then like try to get the probiotics and digestive enzymes uh, if you're still listening, Elaine, try doing like a half a teaspoon of canned pumpkin mixed in with the grain-free 
uh, uh, canned food. So try like a teaspoon of canned pumpkin because that pumpkin has uh, the neatest thing. If you can't go, it gets you going. And if you're going too much, it firms you up. <laughs> so works out pretty good. Okay, what's the next one? Well, we have Madeline, and her question is about dog food. Okay. Hi, Madeline. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. So what do you need to know? So I have a market, and I've been trying every food there could possibly be, and she just refuses to eat dog food. Okay. So what are you but feeding yeah, her then? Yeah, our food. Okay. No, there's nothing wrong with that. There's really not. Uh, the the thing is, is that most little dogs are what we call finicky eaters, where the, if you feed them the same thing more than three days in a row, they turn their nose up to it. Uh-huh. All right. And so that's why you got to be a big rotator with the little ones. You know, my Ethel, that's three pounds. Man, she mm-hmm. does a happy dance every day, every dinner, because she doesn't get the same thing all the time. You know, today, what did it be today? Oh, today was turkey. Uh-huh. Okay, I've yesterday was... also. She just doesn't want to talk Touch okay. the dog food at all. Right. But the thing is, is that with the dry food, what you want to do is rehydrate it, put warm water on it till it floats really nice. And then all the way, then wait for about a half, wait till the water is all gone. Use you about a half hour, 45 minutes. Make sure the food is soft, fluff it up and try that and see if she'll okay. eat it that way. Because it also, because dogs eat according to smellability, not padability. Uh-huh. We have 9,000 taste buds. Dogs already have 1,700. All right. So they, yeah, they come up, they sniff it and then that. Now, now the people food, what people food are you giving her? I'm trying not to give her any people food, but once in a while, I did. I have given her like a piece of chicken or okay. um, I've given her eggs. Okay, good. Because that's good stuff. As long as you give her good stuff, people food is awesome for dogs. But don't mm-hmm. feed them when you're eating. Otherwise, right. that creates the beggar. If you're going to okay. give him something, then you give it to him after you are done eating. You get up and go put it in their bowl, and now they can have it. But they cannot okay. have it while you are eating. Otherwise, they will stare you down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does that. Yeah, and, and so there's there's a book out there called Real Food for Dogs and Cats. Real Food for mm-hmm. Dogs and Cats. And it's it has for you to understand how to make your own stuff so you know for sure your dog is getting, you know, the correct, you know, stuff. Because if you look right. at a dog's plate, it should be three quarters meat, an eighth calcium, and an eighth veggies. That's what a dog's plate should look like. Okay. Okay. And with cats, yeah, it's heard, all meat. I heard that um, small dogs, it can damage their pancreas. For what? Um People food. No, only if you give them heavy fatty stuff. Don't give them pork. Okay, stay away from pork. Stay away from all the gristle and fat that's on okay. stuff. But if you just use do healthy, then like I say, you should get that book, Real Food for Dogs and Cats, and okay. that will walk you through. So then, uh, you know, with your dog, and everything should always be fed at room temperature or a little bit warm, not hot, obviously. But mm-hmm. they, uh, cats and dogs don't like anything that's cold because what is cold mm-hmm. number one. It doesn't smell, and uh, that's what dogs eat according to and smell. And cats are just no; uh, they want warm stuff. End of story. <laughs> okay, but see, the smaller dogs are a little bit more finicky, finnier, yeah. finicky. No, boy, I couldn't. Fit. Finicky. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I can say Thank it. Thank you so yeah, much. You betcha. So yeah, don't, just don't hit the panic button, but try that book, and then, like I say, just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Don't get her overweight. That will also cause cause pancreatitis. So make okay. sure that you stay keep her slim. All right. Well, thank you. You bet. Take care. Bye bye. All right, where are we at? 
We have Mary, and Mary's cat is clawing the furniture. <laughs> Welcome to Katie. Any ideas of how to stop that? Okay, well, the first of all, we're cats when they enter a room. Okay, like let's say they're walking into your living room. There's a chair or couch right there where they walk in. They will acknowledge. They will announce their their arrival by putting their scent on the uh, the the corner of the the chair or the couch. And so what I tell a lot of people to do that if you don't want to move your furniture around and give the cat another entrance at things that he can't claw up, then get some plexiglass and just kind of put it, you know, stand it in the corner of that uh, that couch or that chair. So then he goes to try to scratch, he hits the plexiglass and it's like, oh, that wasn't fun. <laughs> Otherwise, well, you could t- And I've got three cats. I used to have four. Okay. One passed away. And two are half Siamese okay. and half domestic. Uh-huh. And Siamese obviously are like meow, 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 oh, meow, yeah. meow. <laughs> yeah. And it's only one of my three. Mm-hmm. That does it. Well, because they're again, see, it announces their arrival and puts their scent. So that cat might, might be the, the, what we call the hierarchy of the, of the, of your cats, the number one cat. Okay. And so, Actually, no. Okay. Um, Boo Kitty, uh, the black one from Chicago. Okay. Is the hierarchy. Okay. Okay. So, you, so what, I have no idea. Right. But so, but so what you just got to as naughty as naughty can be. <laughs> and I'm like, get off the couch. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, that that kind of cat that has high energy, you know, get the laser out. Never a laser for a dog, but get the laser out, get the <laughs> dauber out. You know, get to exercise the cat so that he's not going to be as, you know, strong-willed or get into more things. You're going to control the energy levels by tuckering them out. And then also, like I say, if you want to stop them from clawing once they get into the room and where they seem to have, like, because cats also like different texture. Some are vertical claws. Some are horizontal claws. Some like, like that. Oh. Twine rope, some like upholstery, some like carpet. So you got to find out what it is, and then if you want to, you can make, you know, like a post and stand it where she is, clawing. So she'll claw that instead of your uh, couch or chair. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got you know, like the couch. We've got the everything for her. Uh-huh. So. Okay. I think she's just being a. Well, get a, get her tired out. You know, in the butt. Start getting her, yeah, just start getting her moving more. So she's going to be too tired to do that kind of stuff too often. All right? Yeah, and they're only four. Yeah. Okay. Okay, kiddo, you. have a great day. Bye-bye. Okay, what is bought by the yard but is worn by the foot? What is bought by the yard but is worn by the foot? We'll be back. Thank you for staying with Katie Kate. I greatly appreciate it. Mug a lot. Okay, there we go. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. What is bought by the yard but is worn by the foot? I'm not sure on this one. Carpet. Carpet? Carpet. It's bought by the yard and is worn by the foot. No? That one isn't as obvious as the <laughs> no. well. The worn by the foot, I was like, uh, sock shoes. But yeah, then like well. the first part of it, I was like, I'm not sure. All right. Well, no, you're doing good. You're yeah, doing good. I know. You're doing good. Okay. Who's up? We have Sue and we have another injury question. Um, ACL in a dog. All right. Hey, Sue, how you doing? I'm good. Hi, Katie. Hi, hi. What kind of pupper? 
Um, well, we're, we're past clients of yours, so nice to talk to you. Oh. I have a daughter who lives with us who has a rescue pup who just turned a year old year, okay. and just tore her ACL. What kind of dog? She is a mix, um, hound, husky, lab. How many pounds? 50. Okay. Okay. And, Go ahead. So I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts on that injury, but also just there are several procedures we can follow. Um, they, they did recommend surgery when she went in on Friday. Okay. Um, there is, what is the, what's the date? Is, is next Saturday the last, or next Sunday? Is that the last Sunday? Is Dr. Jess on next Sunday? I believe so. I was just okay. looking that up okay. earlier today. Yeah, because, uh, but it would be, yes. this would be a good question. Yeah, okay. This would be a good question for, you know, Dr. Jess, you know, the holistic vet. Because there is some, uh, like, from by standard uh, um, standard process, there are some supplements ca- that can help mend, all right? I'm always the first one to try to do it naturally. Now, obviously, the first thing, and this is tough, you've got a one-year-old dog. Right. Okay, the thing is, is that obviously no jumping, and that means on and off furniture and stuff like that. You're going to have to start having ramps. If you want the dog to go up and down places, because you, you want you want the less pressure on it. We talked about this last week too, doing hydrotherapy, you know, to take weight non weight bearing exercise to try to strengthen the you know the legs. That's a possibility, you know. So I'm not a vet, okay. So right. the thing is, is that uh, like I don't know. It's it's everybody. They they usually if they do one ACL, the other one within a year has to be done too. Because what happens is that once they've done the ACL, the humans have a hard time doing the exercises, you know, the bending of the leg that was operated on to keep it, you know, sturdy and sound so that, uh, well, so that the surgery works, all right? But see, the dog usually gets used to using the other side, doesn't want to put pressure on the new side, the side that was just had the work done. And so then all of a sudden now that's, you know, overcompensating for, you know. Right. So that's why the whole thing is kind of a a show as far as, but the biggest thing, no stairs, no jumping, uh, running down to get a ball or anything like that. you got to be using mind games here, teaching tricks, doing brain teasers. And so that the, mentally you're going to drain the dog out because you're not going to do it physically now. you got to do you know, short walks, you know, maybe a round trip is five blocks. Right. Okay, so you do more often but less. And so that's why, like I said, I'm not a vet, but what you can do is you can call in next, um, you know, next Sunday and, and talk to Jess because she'll be able to tell you some supplements that will help hopefully repair. Is it a total tear? That's what I'm not sure. My daughter will call back on Monday. The info she brought home didn't say whether it was total or partial. Okay. Okay. Because obviously if it's partial, we can work with that, you know. If it's- Dead. But like I said, that but that's Jess has got has been a consult on people that with uh, not dog humans with ACL tears, but dogs. Yeah, and, right. Yeah, okay. and so that's the thing, though. Like I said, I know there are some supplements that can help repair, and then also try to keep the other one strong too. But you've got to do your diligence, and like I say, you teach the dog to use ramps, and there, you know, I'm not a treat trainer, but that's where treats have to come in, and you give it a word, you know, ramp, you know, so the dog learns to use the ramp. Yeah. And then and the and the ramp has to be at the right pitch it can't be a steep pitch that's another thing too and so that that's good that's the toughest thing for when you've got a dog you know this young you know with right. energy and try to contain them is really tough absolutely you know so that's that's the tough thing but yeah if you want to call next week uh, and then just can uh, just call, and you do best to call at the beginning you know like at 410 
you know, because then, uh, you know, because we don't get a lot of calls at the beginning. They all start coming in now. (laughs) (laughs) And so we can put you at the front of the class. (laughs) And then, like I said, then you could talk to her about it. Or you could just email me because if there's decisions to be made that you want to do this week, email Dr. Jess that, you know, I told you to email her. And get her opinion, cause uh, and because you, you would like to be able to do something, this set something up this week, if it's surgery is needed or what you know her thoughts are. Right. So tell her that you, yeah. Tell her that you're going to call in. So, yeah, I told you to call in Sunday, but you may need to talk to her now. You know, because she okay, just. That's- Helpful. And another thing I was going to ask, I I listened to you last week and you were talking about some out-state doctors as well. We're we're exploring options, but um, the surgeon who does this may be out for a month. So we're also exploring different places. Okay, yeah, because if you go out, not out-state, out of the city radius. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because there's uh, plenty of vets out that that way. That is really, uh, what was it? There is a surgery, one of my uh, friends, um, oh God, was it? I can't remember if it was Duluth or Ely that dog had the surgery in. Uh, down here in the cities, it probably would have cost me $4,000, and it cost 1200 And so, uh, like I said, it does prove, it does help that major surgeries. But then also, too, there's some uh, vets that are very specialty in ACLs and such like that. Right. So, so, I mean, you just it's, you can't just opt for that one's cheaper. You have to understand, are you familiar with this procedure? Yeah. What, what would you do? You know what I mean? Get input and ask questions and then make decisions on what you want to do. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, just email. Uh, go to holistic vet dash care dot com and just tell her that you called the show today and you might need some input before next Sunday before she's going to be on and so she can help you out perfect I got holistic dash vet dash what was the care care got it yep holistic dash holistic dash vet dash care dot com okay thank you okay well good luck I'm sorry that happened but what do you what do you think how do you think he tore it she is so active. She was in the backyard playing with our other dog. Um, we're, we're not even sure they were wrestling, which they like to do. Okay. So I, I am not sure what happened. She came to the door limping. Uh. We, we, we've had bad luck with this. We had one other dog in the past who did have this surgery, and she just cut a corner running in the yard. Wow. Isn't that something? Yes. I know. Is he, <clears throat> There's a lot of thoughts on why ACLs are blowing uh, more than seems normal than in the last past 15 years or so. Uh, it has to do with genetics. It has to do with over-vaccinations. has to do with all the chemicals and such like that. That The dog's system, skeletal system, um, isn't as bold as it used to be, and that's why they need supplements to help build the, them up so that they're not as weak. And so they tear easy. So there's a lot to go. There's a lot of things in, in the whole big picture. So it's crazy. Yeah. All good points, especially if you have one repaired trying to keep the other one strong. Exactly. And then, like I said, we were talking about last week with, you know, uh, doing rehab, you know, on the water, you know, hydro. Uh, because that's what, uh, the, let's say you had the, well, you already went through one dog with surgery and then they give you the exercise to just do. And most people can't do it correctly. They think they can. And if the dog winces, it's like, I can't hurt my dog. I can't hurt my dog. And so they don't, you know, the rehab end of it doesn't get done correctly. And then, you know, it's not, it just doesn't come together the way it should. So that's, that's a piece of the pie or a piece of the puzzle, I should say, you know, from that.
Okay. So, yeah, so just check out. And then, uh, like I said, out, you know, like Amory, Wisconsin, Northwestern Veterinary Clinic in Amory, Wisconsin. You can try Dr. Jill. So just you know, check around, but then email Dr. Jess, okay? I will do that. Thank you for your help. Have a grand day. Thank you. All right. Bye. You bet. What table can you eat? What table can you eat? We'll be back.